Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going to the oldest operating hotel in Alabama. Oh, well, that is exciting because little known fact, we were born in Alabama. That is true. I don't remember any of it. We were babies, but we definitely have ties. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this is also a listener request from Megan, who sent us a really nice email. She is a brand new listener and has just gotten really into it and sent us this place, which is got a lot of interesting history that we are going to get into. Very cool. It's not one I've heard of before. All right. This is your haunted holiday at the Redmont Hotel in Birmingham, Alabama. All right. Well, it's that time for us to quickly do a thank you and shout out to some of our new Patreon members. First off, I want to thank Valerie Sawyer. She has been listening for quite a while. In fact, she sent us some really good recommendations, including the Casa Monica Hotel, which we did cover. So Valerie, thank you for joining our Patreon. In fact, she has the early check-in, so she gets a free episode extra episode every month and she gets to listen to our episodes early before it's actually re released to everybody so thank you valerie and i also want to do a shout out for Dwayne franklin thank you so much Dwayne, for joining our patreon page he reached out and said that he's been listening to us since the beginning so it just means so much that we have folks that that want to support the show and that have been listening for a while because that just makes this all worth it. It's fun for us to do. So we enjoy putting out some extra stuff for you all. Thank you for joining. Thank you so much, Valerie and Dwayne. All right, so let's get back to the Redmont Hotel. And this is a place I had not really heard of before. And it is the oldest operating hotel in Alabama. And it's old, but it's not that old. It's almost 100 years old. It actually opened in 1925 and at the time when it opened it was really known for having its high-end amenities and one of your favorite amenities at a hotel Lindsay is bathrooms in each room that was a big deal back then well let me just say it's not really one of my favorite amenities I mean I feel like this is just like a must-have not really an amenity if you're talking about what are some of my favorite amenities like I don't know maybe a jacuzzi tub or a uh, cocktail hour <laughs> those are things that I consider more amenity kind of things <laughs> bathrooms on their own just kind of a must-have Depending on the hotel, I might be okay with it if the, it's a place I really want to investigate. For a really highly haunted place, we will make the sacrifice and we will share restrooms. <laughs> yes, we will. I don't think you would have survived very easily prior to this <laughs> in the early, early 1900s or 1800s. But this place had their own individual bathrooms. It was pretty high end in downtown Birmingham. They also had ceiling fans, which was a really nice thing to have back then. And they were actually water cooled ceiling fans. So it made the room extra cool for you. Some of the history here is 
There's a lot of rumors that go on about this place, like different things that have happened back in the day. And honestly, most of them aren't true, but I think I can tell you where some of these stem from because there's similar things that have happened. One of these things, Lindsay, and you're gonna like this, is they, there is a claim out there that Al Capone actually stayed in this hotel. And not only did he stay in this hotel, he was in a shootout with the FBI when he was smuggling whiskey at this place. Oh, so he was providing the whiskey to this particular location. Well, that's how the story goes, but I don't think that's actually what happened. They also say that there are bullet holes in the lobby stairs that kind of prove this. But again, I think this is really more urban legend. And here is why. Because there actually was a shootout in the lobby of this hotel, but it had absolutely nothing to do with Al Capone. This was in the 1930s. There was two members of this gang called the Knothole Gang that were essentially like they would hold places up and steal their money as these gangs would do back in the day. Well, somebody saw them, called the police. There was a confrontation where a police officer actually got shot in the arm. The shootout proceeded like throughout the hotel and eventually down into the lobby. One of them was actually killed in the lobby of the hotel and the other one actually escaped. Oh, wow. I mean, that's a really kind of cool history. So it makes sense why there's bullet holes. Although, let me say, I do think we almost need to have just a Al Capone section on our website that just any place that he's rumored to have been, possibly had been. Maybe we need to have its own little list going. But yeah, I don't think that actually happened as fascinated as I was as soon as I saw the name pop up. The other rumor is, and this may or may not be true, but supposedly somebody in the hotel actually set themselves on fire and died there. Like on purpose? Yeah, like on oh. purpose. Now, that's again a rumor. Now, what I can say for certain is there was a fire in the hotel at one point that made the papers, but it did not talk about an individual personally setting themselves on fire. So, hard to say. But there was definitely a fire at one point. I didn't see anything about anybody passing away during that fire. The other thing that happened is Hank Williams was a massive, massive country star back in the day. And he did, in fact, stay at the Redmont Hotel. He was very well known for that. Now, some of the things that you are going to read about this hotel, you will read a whole bunch of stuff. One, that he died in his hotel room at the Redmont Hotel. Two, that he was staying in the hotel and then actually died shortly after leaving that very day. Neither of those are true. However, he did stay in the hotel not long before he passed away. He actually passed away what they say it's kind of a little bit of a mystery, but they think it was a combination of different substances plus a bad heart that caused him to pass away when he was on the road actually going to a concert from a different hotel. But 
Hank Williams was there not long before he died. The other thing that is important to know about this hotel in terms of the haunted history. In 1946, this hotel was purchased by a hotel magnate named Clifford Stiles. And he actually lived in the hotel with his family. He converted the upper floor to a big, huge penthouse suite, which today I believe is actually like this really nice looking rooftop bar that I wouldn't mind checking out. That's an amenity I like. And the thing about him is he was known to be kind of a jerk. He would actually apparently use a walking stick and whenever there was a maid that did something that he didn't like, like maybe they didn't fully clean a room enough or that kind of thing, he would beat them with this walking stick. Oh my gosh. When was this? Like what era do you think this guy owned the place? So probably in the 50s because he purchased it in 46. So it was sometime after 46, 50s, 60s potentially. Right, right. This guy sounds mean. And let me guess, he's totally haunting this place. He just might be. And you know what? <laughs> I actually think of mean people now after our Lemp Castle episode is he's a real O'Carroll, this one. Oh, those O'Carrolls, man. They are bad. If you haven't listened to the Lemp Castle episode, go listen about those O'Carrolls. Yes. Your Haunted Holiday now has Patreon. That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash your haunted holiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. lucky enough to get here obviously you're gonna want to do some ghost hunting let's talk about what you should look for while you're here again they have a lot of similar things that these places do so some some interesting things are that furniture will move on its own like chairs that kind of thing also luggage will move on its own as well so maybe you leave the room you come back and it's now in a different spot that would be a little bit spooky to experience lights will turn on and off on their own you will see doors open and close on their own there is disembodied footsteps so a lot of you know like little typical things that you're going to want to look for when you are here yeah i mean it sounds promising right so like footsteps disembodied voices doors closing i mean these are all things that you know you hope to catch and it's something that you know you can capture via evidence you know if you've got a video camera or audio recorder set up right right it's things being physically moved or changed in front of you right which would be a pretty big catch 
The ghost that I personally would want to see the most at this place is a small dog that is apparently roaming the halls. I could not find a name for this dog, but apparently a lot of people see this guy in the hotel. Do they give any sort of description? Like how big is the dog? Like what kind do they think it might be? Anything. The only description is that it is a small dog. Okay, so we're looking for a small dog. That sounds interesting. I mean, we fully believe in this, you know, of animals hanging around, you know, after they pass. Lisa, your cat, we believe haunted your old house for a brief period. We think he probably eventually moved on. But, I mean, this kind of thing can definitely occur. I mean, I I wonder if this place, probably not pet friendly, right? I didn't see anything about pets. Now, it's a Hilton It's hard to say I didn't see a pet policy listed on their website. Usually if it is pet friendly, you would see that usually pretty upfront when you, you know, are looking at their, their policies and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's usually right there. So I was thinking maybe you could bring an actual dog. You know, I like to do that every once in a while. And who knows, maybe it'll bring out the, or maybe it would scare it away. Who the heck knows, right? But you know what all dogs react to is treats. You could bring some bacon. That's not a terrible idea. The other ghost that you are going to want to look for is also, there's not a huge description around this, and we don't really know who this is or where it stems from. But just like with any hotel, horrible stuff happens there. Let's just be real, right? I'm sure they don't want to advertise that. But things happen in hotels, okay? Right. I mean, not every hotel. We can't totally blanket statement that, but let's be real. You're right. I mean, there's lots of potential for tragedy in hotels where lots of people stay overnight. Right. And in this hotel, as with quite a few, there is a woman in white scene. And she is seen very specifically on the ninth floor. So ninth floor is going to be a good location for you to pinpoint on your stay if you want to try to see this particular apparition. The other apparition that is by far the most famous in this hotel is Hank Williams himself, they say is potentially haunting this location. Specifically in room 301 where they believe he stayed. Now, he is actually seen walking on the upper floors of the hotel because that's where I guess his suite was at the time. But there's not a whole lot more description to this other than you will see the apparition of Hank Williams walking around the hallways. If this is happening, my assumption is that this is going to be a residual haunting because I did not see any reports of Hank Williams singing a song, chatting anybody up, or anything like that. He's just walking. You know what would be really interesting would be maybe to like, you know, pull out your phone and find a Hank Williams song and play it. Although if it's just residual, probably isn't going to trigger anything. Although you just never know, right? I mean, I like playing music of the era, of the times. It sometimes gets some action happening. But, I mean, gosh, if you have an actual professional musician and you have access to their music, like, why not do it? I wonder if anyone's tried it. I wonder, too. I think that would be as good a bet as any 
to try to stir them up. But obviously room 301, my understanding with that from some of the things that I read, because like I said, this is a Hilton now, it's not on their website that they're haunted. You need to call and specifically request that. And in fact, if you were to even say, you know, like, oh, I need the most haunted room, they may or may not even acknowledge that. It's mm. it's hard to say, to be honest. So you would want to call and specifically say, I want room 301 or I want a room on the ninth floor in order to get this room. Because it's a Hilton, it's not like some of those really eclectic haunted places where they list out the names of the different rooms and you can say, oh, I want this one. That's the haunted room. It's just like, do you want a king? Do you want a queen? Do you want, you know, whatever. Right. So you need to make the phone call to get that room to see Hank Williams. Gotcha. So they're, they're, they're not really super embracing their ghosts. They've kind of made it a bit of a chain. Granite, still a cool old historic hotel, but they don't really embrace. It's a Hilton. Right. And we'll get a little bit more into that in the next segment. The last ghost that I am going to talk about is that guy that's a real jerk that would beat up the maids with a walking stick. And this is Clifford Stiles, the old owner of the hotel. He is seen on the upper floors. He's also seen, I believe, because they say his penthouse is kind of where the rooftop bar is today. So, I mean, I think that would be a good place to look for him. Like, go to the bar, have some drinks. Maybe you'll mm -hmm. see this this jerk hanging out up there somewhere. Well, anyway, he's roaming the halls, looking around the place. But also, apparently, they say that, like, he watches the rooms specifically related to, like, how the cleaning was done. And so the theory is that if he is displeased with how something has been cleaned in a particular room, he will actually pull the sheets off of the bed, like, in a rage. His ghost will. So you might walk into your room and your sheets have been ripped off the bed and they think that is Clifford saying, this is a mess. Well, that's something we got to set a camera up for, for sure. For sure. The other thing that he will do is same reason he's not happy with how the room's cleaned. You might find all of your toiletries like soap, shampoo, everything either in the bathtub or thrown onto the bathroom floor. And apparently like the maids that work here can be a little bit skittish because they're like always, like they might feel this guy's like presence, like watching them and undoing their work, you know, like do it again. This is a mess. I can like feel him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you imagine being in the afterlife and still holding that kind of anger like what a miserable time you know like who wants to do that right he ain't happy So in 2014, this hotel was repurchased and went through a very large renovation project and it was purchased by Hilton. So it is now, like I said, a Hilton hotel, but it's still a historic hotel. They do talk about on their website that it is the oldest operating hotel in all of Alabama. They give a little of the background on the history. So it's not like your average Hilton 
hotel, I guess I would say. Like, it's not new construction. But they did a really nice renovation in terms of, like, the lobby looks pretty grand. There's a beautiful chandelier and staircase and different ballrooms and stuff like that that is there on that lower floor. Now, the rooms themselves look, of course, very comfortable, white bedding, nice pillows, but the rooms look very cookie cutter. There is nothing specific about these rooms. You know, we talked about a hotel just last week, the Jefferson Hotel. I would describe these rooms as the opposite of those rooms. (laughs) Got you. So that can be a good thing or a bad thing. I kind of like a mix of both, right? I mean, you know when you go to stay in a nice hotel like a Hilton, at least your bedding's going to be really comfortable. You know, it's going to be clean. It's going to be nice. So I I like it. And the fact that it's haunted and it still has some historical, you know, it's been around for a while, right? So it's still going to be a cool stay. I'm all for that. I'm all okay with the updates and the semi-cookie cutter rooms. I am too, honestly, because it, it's still old. It doesn't mean that it's not haunted anymore. Right. You know, I, but I also, I, there's something a little fun about walking into a room and not knowing what to expect in terms of the decor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. They also do have a, what looks like a pretty nice rooftop bar that has both indoor, outdoor seating. I think there's going to, I looked for a menu because you know how I like to pull up what or is their, you know, drink that they specialize in. And unfortunately, there was not a menu, but it, it looked like a, a pretty nice bar situation where you get city views because, again, you're right downtown, you have access to everything. So, in terms of that, too, it's going to be a good spot. That sounds really good. I'm all for ghost hunting. Go find that dude, that old mean owner. Go sit up there, have some cocktails, enjoy your time, and keep your eyes open. Yes. The rooms here are, uh, you know, for being downtown Birmingham, Alabama, I, I think they're probably pretty fair price. It is a nice hotel for just kind of a standard king room. It's about $160 a night, give or take. Obviously, that's all going to depend on the time of year you go, the day of the week, that kind of thing. Um, but most of the rooms are right around that price point, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less. Suites, they also do have several suites that you can rent out starting at in the low 200s. And then they also have a presidential suite, which is a little over $400 a night. So if you need that bigger room, maybe it's a really fancy occasion, you can splurge on that presidential suite. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a little bit not too terribly pricey, but it is a little bit pricey, you know, for, you know, just a regular room per night. Although, I don't know the full range of prices in downtown Birmingham, yeah. but it sounds like a nice place. It sounds like a place I would like to go, you know, and spend a couple of nights ghost hunting and, and sleeping. All right, folks. Well, the Redmont Hotel in Birmingham, Alabama does sound like a fun historic hotel. And who knows, maybe Al Capone was there, you know, <laughs> you just never know. And you know how we love a good Al Capone story here 
on this show. But if you're enjoying the show, please make sure to rate us five stars wherever you're listening. If you can rate us, uh, it really helps us to engage more listeners and let folks know that this is a show worth listening to. Also, come find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. Hit contact us and send us an email with a request for an episode or even your own ghost story. We love hearing those and we could read it out on the air. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.